0: I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible and it starts with you. Get out your field notes and let's tap into peaceful achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. All right, welcome back this week to 22 Minutes to Having It All podcast. This is Marlo Higgins, your host. And as you know, on this podcast, we talk about what it means to truly have it all in your terms, and then we help you do that. So this week's episode, we've got Kimberly Spencer. Now, Kimberly Spencer, really dynamic situation. Today, you know, she's a national speaker, but she shares from her experience of being an undercover police officer and how she actually shared her experience by being part of a prostitution ring to actually catch a serial killer. And so during this episode, she shares how you can discover the difference between where your faith and fear lie in your body and how that knowledge can impact your success. Now we know the importance of understanding as entrepreneurs those internal markers, right? Those gut checks that we need to make, whether it's making decisions, looking at funding, managing employees, expectations, all the things that go into it. And so listen in to this episode where Kimberly and I discuss how the subconscious understands our desires and then how to truly find clarity in your desires and what questions you need to be asking yourself in order to understand what you truly want. So enjoy the episode. Join us again. next week. If it resonates, please spread the message, let people know, and then go over to our socials and share your greatest takeaways, whether it be on LinkedIn or in the show notes below. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you again next week. Kim, thank you and welcome to this podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Marlo. I'm excited for our 22 minutes. (laughs) Right. We've got a lot to pack into this very short period of time. So first off, I I just want to ask you the question, you know, as an award-winning high-performance coach, can you give us, for those that are listening to this podcast, right, because we are serving those passionate entrepreneurs, you know, how can you define or help us describe what a high-performance coach does?
1: So a high-performance coach look, is able to look at your overall performance in your life because everything really affects everything. And then we take it to the next level of clarity, courage, energy, productivity, and influence, which scientifically measured, um, those are the, the attributes that high performers have. And when we can use those high-performance habits, as, as is in my mentor, Brendan Bouchard's book, He was the one who helped conduct these studies on high performance that if you use those specific elements of clarity, energy, productivity, courage, and influence, if you raise those, the performance will increase overall. Mm -hmm. And so I focus on those, but not only those for your body or your life, but also your business. And really, how do you take the performance of your business overall to the next level? And normally what I've found is it always – predominantly comes down to clarity and courage first it, because courage is an energy that needs to be generated and it's generated by doing things that scare you and especially when you're in the first curves of you know in any sort of quantum leap in your business it takes that act of, it takes clarity on on the current on having the courage to do like what it is that is courageous for you that you're doing and it takes courage to be able to do it because then courage. What courage does is it measured raises your vibration from a lower negative emotions and states to one where it like it's a it's a tipping point scale emotion. And so, if we can move you into that tipping point of being actively in courage more often, you're going to move so much forward. You're going to move further forward faster. Period.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So here too, you know, as, as I've gotten to know you, Kimberly, you, you talk about, you know, fear and faith. Can you give us some, you know, some, some mindset work around that, you know, because fears entrepreneurs, a lot of people, we all face the fear, right? We're in a pandemic. There's plenty of fear going on around the world. Give us your insight into fear and faith.
1: Fear and faith are two motivators. There are two motivation strategies. And a lot of times we use fear for a while to motivate us to move us away from something that we don't want. But the problem is, is that when we are constantly moving away from something we don't want, our subconscious mind does not recognize things that we don't want. So it's kind of like driving your car in one direction while driving looking in the rearview mirror. It creates crashes, it creates burnouts, it creates, consciously or unconsciously, Self sabotage. So instead, how do you turn that car around so that you're focused on faith, so that you're focused on the vision? Because a motivation strategy away from fear will work for a short time, but eventually you got to turn your vision back ahead of you to where you want to go so that you're telling your subconscious mind on a regular basis that this is where you want to go. And that way you drive actually there because we don't drive looking in the rearview mirror. Well, we aren't driving much right now anyways, but we don't drive looking in the rearview mirror because we know we're going to crash. So why is it that in our businesses, we're making choices by looking in the rear rearview mirror operating from that fear-based standpoint? And if we're going to move the forward faster, it's about, again, having the courage to look toward imagination rather than past experience or to look toward creativity rather than what's been created or to look toward vision rather than the visions of others that have said you know this is this has happened before here's my cautious warning They listen selectively so that you can stay focused with that vision, with the courage, and with the faith to move forward so that you're constantly driving, looking at where you want to go, and you will get there a lot faster. Mm, I love it.
0: Yeah, no, too. Here, you know, you're speaking of like clarity and vision and courage. Do you have, um, Kim, do you have a way that you take people? to defining how to gain clarity or how to set a vision. So, you know, as we're listening to this, and, you know, these are some very powerful anchor words, but what can we do as we're listening to this? Give us a tip or a point or some type of advice for somebody who's out there flailing right now and is really seeking to have some clarity in all of this unknown or how to set a vision. Can you help us with
1: that? Yeah, check in with your body. Like, Mm. as uh, one of my mentors Danielle LaPorte says, she says, your body knows before your brain does. In fact, sometimes your body knows and you get those gut instincts and then you can logic yourself out of that gut instinct because it doesn't make sense. Like, for example, my body said, stay in the Gold Coast. (laughs) Don't fly home. This was back in March. Stay in Australia. And I was like, wait, what? This is crazy. And yet at the same time, it felt so right my body said, this is right, do this lean into this. And so we did. We got a house, uh, we got an apartment that was by the beach and we were able to be on lockdown with a beach outside as our backyard and take beach walks every day so that we weren't going stir crazy with the toddler in the house. But it's those inclinations of faith and that's actually what I've seen consistently across the board with my clients having coached high performers and high achievers for the past 4 years and having also tr- coached and trained them for 14 years or 10, uh, 12 years, um, teaching them Pilates. When I was a Pilates instructor, I would constantly hear people say, this seems crazy, but I felt like I should try this form of exercise because I didn't know what else to do. And then they would find it and they would fall in love with it. And I also had that with all of my entrepreneur clients as a high performance coach, like this, it's, it's literally the line. Well, this seems crazy. But we're going to do it. One of my clients, she was debating upon moving across country, starting an entirely new career, had like no money to do it. And she said, okay, this seems crazy, but I'm going to do it. And she drove across country. She landed in LA. She got a job within three days and worked her way up in her industry um, to one of the top levels. Like it was extraordinary. The same is true for another one of my clients. He was looking to expand his business and he was, wasn't was quite sure which business it was going to be that was going to go. And suddenly he had this gut hit and he sent his team a message and said, I know this seems crazy, but we're expanding in the U.S. and they just launched in the U.S. this past week. Mm-hmm. So that line, this seems crazy. Your gut will feel it because your brain can't logic like it can't logically make sense because it doesn't know what's ahead of you. It doesn't, it doesn't have the the past programming because you're looking at the future. And so the greatest thing that leaders can do, I believe is starting to learn where in your body does fear lie? Like true fear, like fear as in, mm, don't go down that road. Like, mm, that's, that's really not the best choice versus the fear that says, Okay, this this seems crazy, but let's go for it. And normally, what I've found is that it's that fear mixed with excitement, and your brain actually can't tell the difference with fear and excitement. It's like, ooh, I'm going to be doing something. Um, it reminds me, uh, for me, I mean, being the mother of a toddler, Frozen Two is on all the time, and it's that song into the unknown. Like there is an unknown amount of possibility that can happen, and what we need to do is actually train our imaginations to imagine bigger train the our that muscle of our imagination to dream bigger like we did when it, when we were kids because when we're kids when somebody would say well that seems crazy that you would you know want to be a princess as an adult and I'm like well I started a business it's called crown yourself like I wear fun crowns from time to time and sometimes I make my clients wear them when we have our mastermind (laughs) Um, and but I got to I created it as a part of my business like that that seems crazy maybe it's not in the form that you think it's going to show up in it can show up in that form like one of my clients one of the questions that I ask very commonly which I highly recommend you ask yourself is when you were about four, five, six years old, who did you wanna be and what did you wanna do? Who did you wanna be? Because those four, five, six years old is before you had any plagiarized programming that said you couldn't be or you shouldn't be or you shouldn't do.
0: Mm, now for yeah, me. That's
1: a good point, yes. Yeah, for me, I wanted to be a writer, a director, a producer. The lead talent and uh, a salesperson as well, because I would create these backyard productions of transformational stories of women, uh, normally princesses. And of course, I would play the lead. And then I would sell bags of glitter water at the door, and people could pay five cents or $50. I didn't know back then that I was doing split testing for price points. And now I look at my life and I said, Oh my gosh, I created that because as an entrepreneur, you're the director of your business. You're the producer because you're. Uh, if you're starting out, a lot of times you're financially backing it yourself or you've gotten in additional financing. You are the writer if you're the content creator. You're the lead actor in your business if you are the performer, if you're going out speaking about your business. I created all of it ex- exactly as I've like, I'm in all the roles, I'm just not in the form that I thought it would be. I thought, you know, back when I was 16, 17 years old, I thought, oh, it's going to be actually as an actor or director or writer in Hollywood. And when I did that, and I had my dream fulfilled of being a screenwriter and having my my film on the big screen, I was surprised that I was only 80% fulfilled like I was close but I wasn't a hundred percent and it was when I tapped into that overarching mission of what is the business that you are really in not just the business that you're in like coaching or sales or marketing or matchmaking or whatever it's what is the business that you're really in and when I tapped into that, I saw that the through line of my varied careers, and I'm not the biggest fan of the word careers, but of my varied experiences from being a screenwriter to being um, a Pilates instructor to being the owner of an. A, co-owner of a key e-commerce company to now as a high performance coach and having my company crown yourself for the past 4 years is i've always been in the business of transforming people's stories i transformed people's stories about their relationships on screen i tra- i, I transform people's stories about their bodies and what they were capable of as a Pilates instructor. I transform people's stories of their back pain as an e-commerce business owner with our product. I transformed people's stories now on a regular basis about what's possible for them, about what their potential is, about what they can do in this life, which I believe the I'm like in a warrior for possibility. And... Being that comes with knowing the business that you're really in and knowing who did you want to be and what did you do as a child when you're about four, five, six years old that some people may have said was unrealistic. I asked this question of a client of mine, and she is a midwife and a shaman now. And I asked her, What did you want to be when you were about four, five, six years old? And she said, I wanted to be a nurse and a nun. So it's not the same exact form of how she thought she would be, but she wanted to be in some form of spirituality and she wanted to help people in nursing and caretaking. And that's exactly what she did as a midwife and as a shaman. I'm going
0: to ask, so what, what is it about, you know, there's a, a connectivity there, right? So the vision yeah. is planted early on, but sometimes the vision or the reality that happens to the vision is a little bit different. What do you think... Um, is allowing for that space or, or, you know, to really kind of lean in and embrace that. So to be, you know, a midwife, obviously, and be from, you know, a nun to a nurse, how, like, where is that connectivity? I mean, how can we really understand that this is actually something that we were choosing for ourselves? I
1: think you hit it on the head, Marlo, was saying allowing for that space. Because so often when we, especially high achievers, when we get on this path of, okay, this is the vision. This is what I'm doing. This is this, 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 this that I'm doing. And we get into this doing energy that actually doesn't have the space for curiosity. And very easily we can consume ourselves with the story of the busyness of what we're doing, which then no longer hold, allows for the space to be able to have curiosity, have the space to dream. Dreams need space to breathe. Vision needs space to breathe. If we're so caught up in a story of busy and in a story of constantly doing, that we don't find times throughout the day, throughout the months, throughout the weeks and years, then what happens is is that we get caught up in this path of doing and along the way somewhere along the way this is when you see people who are like i've you know i built this but it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me okay so what because i'm
0: hearing you you're so they're lacking the celebration
1: the celebration and the fulfillment, because yeah. celebration is is a huge part of it, definitely celebrating your wins, but also having the space to be curious of, is this the right next step? Because mm-hmm. sometimes our logic brains, we can logic ourselves out of anything. We can logic ourselves out of our gut intuitions. We can logic ourselves out of many things. Um, and I'm totally using that Grammatically incorrect, but for a reason, um, because I think our logic brains can can say, okay, this these are the exact steps and the exact formula that you need to get to, you know, A B C D, and we know that entrepreneurship is very rarely like that. It's very much this loopy, spirally um, journey. I mean, looking back on my history of all the the basically f- three other businesses that I've had. It makes sense now in hindsight but when I was in it didn't make sense to be going from a screenwriter to a pilates instructor to then an e-commerce but like it didn't really make sense but I allowed the space to be curious. So yes celebrate and be curious about what's the next right step. Like what is the next most aligned step that will quantum leap you instead of just taking those like thought out thought out like human made steps. I think that there comes a, that there is a beautiful space that you can tap into that is divine source connectedness, whatever you want to call that collective consciousness um, that whatever you want to call that thing that keeps this earth from spiraling into oblivion. Like there is a power in that space of allowance Mm.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so as we're coming into the close of this episode, I mean, such a great information about ownership and mindset, fear, faith, excitement, fulfillment, celebration. I mean, all of this is just so so powerful. So entrepreneurs are listening to this, right? They're they're keying in. And and one of the things that I love to help people um, do is, you know, um, reach their one year goal. Do it in ninety days. What would be yes. your personal best advice, Kimberly, and around that space of being a High performance coach, what what kind of advice can you give somebody who is looking to make that happen?
1: Whatever that to-do list is, cut it down. Like cut that that prod all the projects down and really take a moment to pause instead of being in the doing and in the busyness of of you know constantly pressing play, constantly doing. Take that moment to pause and ask yourself. What is the project that will catapult me farthest that I can do now? And sometimes that project doesn't logically make sense. Maybe it's writing that book. Maybe it's you know launching you know launching that podcast. Maybe it's creating that sales funnel. And a lot of times it's that thing that has been niggling at you a little bit. Um, that thing that does require a bit of courage. At the same time, look at that project list and cut it down. I would say, especially if if you're going from one year to 90 days, cut it down to only, only three projects. I love it. Yeah,
0: so you're saying pause so you can focus so clearly that you can just cut it down and just, you know, do the things that really, really matter and get there first. Excellent.
1: Okay, so where can we find you, Kimberly? Where, where, Where can we connect with you and learn more about you? Yeah, you can connect with me at crownyourself.com or you can connect with me on the Instagram at, at Kimberly.Spencer. And if you like cheeky quotes that will inspire you and, you know, use a lot of Disney princess memes, then you can follow at Crown Yourself now as well. And you can join me inside of my Crown Yourself community on Facebook. If you just go to facebook.com slash groups, it's at CrownYourself. Excellent. Oh my gosh, this was such a rich
0: conversation. So to learn more about Kimberly Spencer, you can also visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can connect to Kimberly's circle of influence, her resources and purchase her book. So thank you so much for being part of this today and for joining us. Thank
1: you so much, Marlo. I loved our 22 minutes together.
0: Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released. And leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.